Welcome in, Super Fantasy Podcast, week 12 in the books. Clinton's here with me today. Hello, everyone. I'm back. Uh, before we get started, wish everybody happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the football. Um, the terrible football, probably. There'll be some good games. Don't the Saints play? Yeah, do they? I thought it was... Isn't it like Chicago and Detroit? One of, one of the games, though? Or something like that? Yeah. I don't know. It's football. Lots of football on <laughs> right? Thanksgiving. Just eat food, watch football, maybe drink a little. We'll see. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, no waivers this week because it's Tuesday and the waivers haven't ran because waivers run on Wednesday and we can't see the future. Nope. So we can't talk about what's happened. Uh, we want to bring up a couple guys you might want to pick up. Benny Snell. There's another running back. Uh, Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny. He's the guy in Seattle. I don't know. I it'll be a split backfield no matter what. But Carson's got the he the fumbles. Yeah, I mean it's just like a, just a might as well see what happens. There's Pick not up. a whole lot of wide receivers available in our league, like at all. No. And you know, quarterbacks. I know specifically Sam Darnold might be getting looked at. Yeah. Garoppolo, I think, still available. Is he? Pretty sure. Tight ends, good luck no, no in way. that area. Oh, my God. Jimmy G is still available. Yeah. So if anyone needs a quarterback. There are quarterbacks um, not, definitely worthy of not being yeah, Especially Sam Darnold. They're going against Cincinnati. That's, and they've strung together, what, three wins in a row? Yeah. But we got a great show planned. We've got Week 12 recaps, quick ones. we got some power rankings for you guys. And we got big playoff scenarios going on. It was an interesting week 12 uh, and it'll be a great week 13 and I'm excited for the playoffs and I'm a little upset I didn't secure the number one seed yet. Uh, it was close though. It was very close. Week 12 though, start off with mine. I lost by point two points. Yes. Yes. Point zero, two points. No, no. Point two points. I should have lost by more uh, except for the Rams Todd Gurley. suck. Dude. The Rams are not good this year. No, and I don't. Baltimore is like the best team in the league right now. Well, yeah, they're yes. unstoppable, and their defense is like playing really well. That still doesn't excuse like. No, they got. They just got wrecked. Yeah, the Rams have had a, a tough season. They lost to the Steelers. They're um, probably not going to make the playoffs. They're not going to make the playoffs. But the NFC I, is the NFC is tight. Yeah, definitely say they will not make the playoffs. But in this game, if one guy ever burns you. <laughs> And you think, maybe I can give this guy a second chance later on. Just, like, stop yourself and go with the safer option. Because I went with Darius Geis again because I was like, redemption time, baby. And he's no. pretty much the reason I lost. Everyone else on your bench would have done that. Yeah. Uh, so that was a dumb idea that I had. And then for Kendo Kingler's... Dude, if he's... That win by less than .3 points kept him alive. Yeah. If he loses, he's not out completely, but it would have been very close. And he, uh, yeah, he pretty much locks in a playoff spot because he gets Henry's team this week. Uh, but he was led by a chicken dinner winner of the week. Derrick Henry hates the Jaguars. Goes off on them pretty much every time they play. He puts up 31.5 points. I'm a little worried about my team now that I've looked at him. Uh, but we'll talk about that later. But I had some good, a nice, you know, Ronald Jones had a nice game. I mean, outside of guys, Josh Allen had a like, good game. 
if you play with someone else, you would have won and been over like around one fifteen ish. Yeah, uh, on Captain Kingler's uh, side of the ball, you kind of we mentioned Tannehill last podcast. I should have been more bullish on him. Yeah, but damn. Tannehill went off. Damn. On your bench, whereas Prescott did not the opposite of going off. I was surprised. I thought he would play. I thought they were going to play better. I thought Dallas was offense was going to move a little bit better. Yeah, but anyway, Captain Kingler takes that one. The season sweep on me, and if we meet each other in the playoffs, I will get redemption. <laughs> I will. I will win we'll one of the these right times. Um, Montende Basura played Spanky since '94. There were no playoff implications there, other than Montende Basura just trying to stay alive. But he's eliminated as well as Spanky since '94 has been for a couple weeks. Montende Basura wins though, 105.4 to 85.76, and really the biggest scorer in this game was. Landry on Spanky Nuisance 94's team put up 33.8 points, but the rest of his team it, was two guys terrible. Two guys zero. Yeah. And no injuries. Yeah. That's I mean, the, the tight end, I can... Not super it. surprised, but Amari yeah. Cooper with yeah. nothing. Yeah, Amari like, Cooper. I was a little... Ha- hate that guy. So glad I didn't trade for him <laughs> earlier in the year, even though I tried to. <laughs> anyway, uh, Tragic Pitch Magic played carry-on. Carry-on needed to win this to... Stay alive, and Tragic Switch Magic needed to win it to stay in a playoff spot. And it's Tragic Switch Magic who comes away with the win, 138.12 to 100.98. So Carry On is eliminated. But, I mean, he had a decent showing. If he had had a little bit better quarterback play and a better wide receiver, he would have been yeah. in better shape. Yeah, the dirt, that, that score was surprising. I thought Oakland was going to play better against the Jets. Yeah. That was... Yeah, everything was pointing to like Derek Carr and Williams having a pretty good game. Man. And yeah. that just didn't work out. Derek Carr got benched. Yeah. Travis Magic, on the other hand, Allen Robinson showed up. Jameis Winston wow. continues to do Jameis Winston things. Yep. Where he puts up good fantasy numbers, but he turns the ball over all the time. Yep. One of these days, he's going to like turn the ball over all the time and not get fantasy points. All right. That's going to hurt real bad. Well, there was that one game. Wasn't, didn't he have like six interceptions one game this year? I don't remember. Probably. It wouldn't surprise me. He had like 13 over the stretch of... He's got 20 right now. Yeah. We had 13 over the stretch of like three weeks or something like yeah, that. that something bad. crazy. We had Leonard Fournette show up big time, which that surprised me because he usually like has a little bit of trouble with Tennessee, but he got a... A huge bulk of carries and whatnot. So 34.9 points for Fournette. Yeah, I think it was a little inflated because they were getting killed. Yeah. So a lot of that production. Garbage time? Yeah. Yeah, garbage. I didn't watch the game, but that's what I heard. Probably. I didn't watch the game either. Um, Moving on. More than a Thielen played Show Me Your TDs. You needed this win. You become the point leader. Uh, of the league this week with this yep. win. Put up 149.24 points to Show Me Your TDs, 124.46. So two very good showings. Show Me Your TDs, Lamar Jackson, 41.26 points. But the part that, you know, has been hurting Show Me Your TDs all year hurts him this one. Not that much. I mean, he should... I mean, he played... If he had played a lot of other people, he probably would have won. But Scarborough and Cohen, two running backs, get you 20 points each, whereas on your side of the ball, your running backs put up 40 so, yeah, doubled them up. 
No. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, 50? they put 50. 50. Because yeah, Ingram had 29. That's my great math skills. <laughs> yeah, 50 from your running back versus 20 to show me your shitties. And that's pretty much the story of who won that game was uh, in the yeah, running back field. But it's yeah, 25 point difference. Yep. Drew Brees, solid game. And. Dude, Michael Thomas is so good. Yes. If you can't hear Clinton, he likes to talk very quietly. He oh, said Michael sorry. Thomas. Sorry, so good. my bad. I'll talk loud. <laughs> anyway, um, so that puts Show Me Your TDs and More Than Thielen with the same record uh, going forward. Both of them still in a playoff spot. Chad's a tool, played Sup Right Alch this week. Sup Right Alch luckily has already clinched a playoff spot because his team's going through a rough patch. Uh, Chad's a tool takes this one. 121.94 to 54.64. 54.64. Uh, by a playoff contender, no less. Chatatool, led by Godwin and Chubb. And then on Subride Alch's side of the ball, nine points from your running backs. That's never a good sign. Carson Wentz had a bad game. It's probably time to move on from Wentz. I would have moved on from him a while ago just because he doesn't really have any wide receivers, but there's better options available on the waiver wire. Very true. The two we mentioned. The two we mentioned. Anyway, so Chesitool needed a win to stay alive. It doesn't didn't matter though, because seeds four through six all won. So Chesitool is eliminated. The Luis, the comeback story continues. He played Henry's team. He won by eighty points. A whopping twenty six points. <laughs> Henry's team put up twenty six point six points. I think it's safe to say Henry's not in the league next year. No, I don't think he cares. Yeah, I'd, yeah, which is fine. Whatever. Yeah. Jerk. Anyway, <laughs> Luis's team, though, led by Baker Mayfield and Christian McCaffrey, his two highest scorers. He had Los, An- Los Angeles's defense. Yeah. Why did I say that? So I weird. No, that was like a <laughs> Los Angeles's defense. You tried to say it like Spanish or something. No, I was. That's just how it came out. I wasn't trying to do anything. Anyway, they got you negative one point, so I wouldn't play them anymore. I just stream defenses from here on out. Yeah. I know they have Jalen Ramsey and Donald. They're playing Arizona. You could keep them. I probably would at this point. I haven't looked at who's available defensive-wise, but they've been decent all year. It's just, I don't know, Baltimore is, I don't think any defense is going to stop them. Yeah, fair. Like, even San Francisco's. All right. Luis, you heard it from Clinton. Yeah. Los Angeles loses you a game, though. Yeah, blame him. Not can me. yell at me or something. <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about this game because it's disgusting. Yeah. But anyway, so if you give an update on the standings here, we've got seeds three through six, all seven and five, and then we have one player outside of the, you know, playoff seeding in Luis, who's at six and six. So what this means basically is that if seeds three through seven, sorry, if seeds three through six all win, they're in, no matter what. If one of them loses and Luis wins, then Luis will be in. Because he has he has a higher Because he has a higher score. point for the only exception to that is you, Clinton. Yes. You can lose and have Luis win. Potentially. Potentially, as long as you outscore Luis. Yeah. So if you're in seeds three through six it's win and get in. If you're Luis, you need a little bit of help. The crazy thing, though, is that there's five teams in this situation, and none of them play each other. Yeah. Which I thought was weird and kind of lame because I wanted right? to have like a win that, and you're yeah, in scenario that, between that two scenario players. That scenario would be, uh, and it would affect everyone else. Yeah. And 
I'm currently the number one seed, but if I lose and everybody else wins, I could fall down to the sixth seed, uh, depending on point totals, which is yeah. weird. So nothing's set in place yet, and we'll see what happens going forward. But yeah. we got power rankings. We do. Power rankings. And we have time. We Yeah. And we probably should have done this earlier. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fun. We'll see how this goes. I think it's going to be like next year if we do this podcast again. I think it should be like a staple of our... It would be really fun to do a power ranking like right after the draft before yeah. before the first week. Maybe not every week, but like maybe every three weeks, like yeah. a power ranking update. Because I think it could be... It could be a continual thing. Yeah, not only that, but it, it does a shake-up to like instead of weekly previews every week, we could go over power rankings and talk about how they... Yeah, how they've changed. You know, how, what their matchup is. Because it would also be like, it would be fun to go at the end of the season... Yeah, you know, compare the very first one to where it is now. Yeah, it will be. Let's see how, how much it's changed. So, shame on us for not thinking of this earlier. But we have one more thing before we power rank it up. Uh, boomer checks. Ugh. How'd it go for you? I was close. I mean, uh, this week. I had everything right but the touchdown. I picked Sony Michelle last week. I said he was going to get around 18 to 20 points with say like 80 to 100 yards and a touchdown and then within that there would have been first downs and he had 80 yards and first downs just no touchdowns so only had 13.5 so yeah wrong. yeah mm-hmm. right. meanwhile i said robbie anderson would have 17 points and he got 17.6 yeah so if you're following the podcast i'm like Dude, getting pretty good at these yeah. boomer picks i still haven't got one right yeah, you yeah you haven't every one. well it was like and then it's almost every other week because yeah. the week I picked Le'Veon Bell the following he week got, he got twenty yeah. points. Like, I see what you mean, uh, but my boomer pick didn't really matter because Andrew gave me the finger and was like, "Who cares? I'm putting him on my bench and throwing him in with <laughs> Will Fuller, who actually did better." Yeah, but I mean, hey, you still got it right. Yeah, and he could have played Anderson over Julio Jones, and Anderson would have scored more points than he did, yeah, which is surprising. I wouldn't have predicted yeah. that. But all right. Power ranking time. I should have right. got like a power ranking sound effect or something, but I didn't. Um, so, yeah, something. All right, anyway. So, do you want to do it? Yeah, let's uh, start at 12. Do you want to do it one by one or we each do our list? Let's start at 12 and we'll go one by one. One by one? So, okay. I, who you got at 12? Spanking you since 90. Yeah, I got spanking you since 94 I mean, as well. Overall, and I, I do want to say for my power rankings, <laughs> I've factored in like total points. Yeah. Like for and against, okay. and then record as part of it, and then matchups a little bit, but that would have taken forever to go through every single one. Yeah, up to now. and then also just team where the team is at right now. Yeah, so I like it. I went the route of just kind of like an eye test of the players that are there and how they've been yes. doing and where they're trending. Yeah, that's kind of what that's um, what I meant by the that was the part. main factor I used in mine. Cool, and then. Uh, points for was kind of like the second factor. I didn't really consider, especially as we see later on, like the seven and up, I didn't consider where they were in the standings yeah, uh, very standings much as far were. as record goes. But for these bottom ones, I went um, record a little bit more heavily. Yeah. And Spankin' You is down there just because it's hard when you have three less wins than everybody else. Yeah, I two and <laughs> ten. In the just league. You can't. Uh, but yeah, 12 is making this 94. Clinton went all out on this and wrote a bunch of notes, and I didn't because I'm a loser. Wow. And yeah. I had a test today. Yeah, that's fine. So uh, but if you will have any notes other than that? Uh, no, that was pretty much it. I mean, right. he had a rough year. It just yeah. 
couldn't quite get it together. And I think he's a lock for the uh, the loser. Emblem. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> Bummer. Anyway, number eleven. Who do you got? I on mean, that I have one? Henry's team. Yeah, I got Henry's team as well. These twelve through uh, eight are pretty pretty even. Henry's team. He not ended, only does it suck, yeah. but he's not playing. He ended so. at five and seven though, and he hasn't been checking. Like if well, he'd he had been checking, he would probably be in the. He would have been in the playoff race. Yeah, because he he was the first half of the season. I'm pretty sure he was checking, and he had a yeah, decent no, record. That's what I made that note. Like he's going to end with the lowest points total in the league. Yeah, but through week seven, he was four and three, and then over the last five weeks, when he hasn't been checking, he went one and four. That'll that'll do it. Not checking will do that. To <laughs> like <him. this. laughs> turns out to win fantasy football, you, you need to, to you need to play, your, especially when all those <laughs> buys are in. Yeah. Um, it's very rare. You hear the stories of people who just draft and then leave the lineup and then end up winning the league. That hardly That's happens in a not, league where people are actually participating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, number 10. Who you got? I have carry on. I got Ched's a tool on this one. Interesting. And it's because... So Carrion's team, he, he made a pretty good playoff push. He went through a little bit of a rough patch. But as far as like... He had injuries with Connor. He had injuries with... Yes, um, George Kittle. George Kittle. He's had problems at wide receiver pretty much all year. Yeah, that was my thing. It's that I put him at 10 because he's 5-7. and seven Oh, you put Chad's a tool. Or sorry, you put... I put carry on, carry on at 10. 10. Yeah. I put carry on at 10 because he's on a three-week losing streak. Oh, okay. Into the playoffs and where he hasn't broke... We only broke 100 points once. So it's a cold streak, but I did make the notes that there are injury issues attributing to that. But yeah. two of those three guys aren't necessarily even going to play with James Conner and Damian Williams. Only George Kittle's back. He's also running Derek Carr at quarterback, which not a great option, but he could change that. If that switches out Carr, better shot, but he's also, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Derek Carr was supposed to be a good stream this week, but you had... So you had Connor hurt, you had Kittle hurt, and then you had yeah. Chris Carson on a bye in the midst of all of that. Yeah. He uh, just so got hit with a very unfortunate I was a little bit three generous weeks in a row. Whereas Ched's a tool, I'm not sure why I ranked him so low, uh, but his second wide receiver, Chubb's good, but I don't know. His team's just been very inconsistent all year. It has. So I mean, I ranked I can, him a little bit lower. I guess, I mean, I can say it. Do you try to say where I put him? Yeah. I had Ched's a tool at eighth. Okay. In the power ranking. Yeah. Because I just put him at the top of the five and sevens because he had the most points total out of all of them. Okay, gotcha. So overall, his team was a little bit better. He had a week where he scored 148 and lost. Okay. So if he wins that week, he's six and six. Yeah. Which you generally win when you score 148. Yeah. So he had like one week that kind of screwed him. Yeah. You're persuading me a bit. I still had him at 10. Anyway, (laughs) uh, number nine, this is where I had carry on. So just one spot away from you. So there's not that much difference between. I had uh, Montan de Basura at nine. Okay. Mostly because he made a really good push, I guess, in the the last few weeks. With Montan de Basura, I had him at eight. And of all of the people except for Luis who are going to miss the playoffs, I thought Montan de Basura had, if he had... If it had been the owner who right. he is now, he yeah. would have made the playoffs. I think Because he lost so. two games in the beginning of the season, and it might have been three, by less than two points. Yeah. Uh, so I was very... I looked at that, and I thought, where is it? You know, where would his record be right now? Yeah. And then as far as his team goes... He has a pretty solid team. And they're getting... It's not bad. He's very... His wide receivers <clears throat> are good. 
Yeah, and, and you know, Patrick Mahomes coming back from injury, you know, Sutton's a great wide receiver. He's got stud wide receivers. His only question mark is running back, and even yeah. there, Coleman was hurt for a while. And Coleman's really only had one good week. Yeah. Oh, two, but... But he, he is, like, the number one back in San Francisco. He is. So I gave him a little bit of credit for him being injured and there's, you know, not getting a whole lot of work. Because uh, I think it's going to increase going forward. And then Miles Sanders, who hasn't been, like, great for fantasy, I also think, like, going forward, he's got Miami, the Giants, Washington. Yeah. So, I mean, if he was in a in a position to get into the playoffs, I think he would be able yeah, to Yeah, he could have made a run. So that's our 9 and uh, 8 there. I had carry on Montan Davis Sura. 7 and on is where it gets super interesting. And yeah, we'll see. This may be a little... This might be a little, <laughs> a little bit different. But So I in- initially had somebody else, and I had to scribble out 7 through 4 because I was like, I'm doing this wrong. So I have Canto Kinglers at 7. I have some right Okay. <laughs> yeah. So huge difference there. <laughs> yep. Uh, Do you want to give your reasoning first? Yeah. So I'll look at Kanto Kinglers here. His team, um, Julio Jones is trending down. His second wide receiver is currently between Brandon Cooks, Anderson, and Will Fuller. Anderson and Will Fuller, I don't think I think we can agree, aren't the most consistent players. No, but I would see. I was looking at that too for uh, for Kanto Kinglers because I was looking at his team and Julio Jones. He could always the thing is Julio can always just go off. He if could. Will Fuller is healthy, he's good. I I just wouldn't. He's not trustworthy yeah. though. But when he's in, he puts up points. He's and put up. I don't. I disagree with that. He put up forty four points in week five. Outside of that, he scored over ten points once, and it was just last week. True. And put up, they they do have a rough matchup against New England. Yeah. So it was a combination of that. But when I was looking at it, because Derrick Henry. Goes nuts in November and December. So that's what I was going to say is Derrick Henry's his best player. And then outside of that, I don't have very much confidence in what he's putting out there week to week. You can argue Julio Jones and Dak Prescott. I would argue Prescott, Dak Prescott. I mean, he's, they they went to New would. England in New England. Yeah. And it was bad weather. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. I think he'll still put up around 20 points from here on out. Buffalo is not an easy matchup, but... It's easier than New England. Gotcha. It was it was a toss up. Yeah. For that. And then the other thing was, Kendrick Kingler's has had multiple weeks where he's scored under a hundred points. He's on a good win streak though. He's on a four game win streak, yeah. so he's riding a hot See, hand. That, that is what the win streaks. That win streak factored in for me. Gotcha. For where I put him because I have him significantly higher than you do. Yeah. And like this, this seven through one, like it's not. This like, is this guy's miles. Very, yeah, very close. It's very close. I had difficult. Time doing it. Yeah. So move on to number six. Wait, I gotta. Oh, what's I gotta that? give my. Oh yeah, you got notes here. Yeah. For Subright Alch, even though he's eight and four, already clinched right now the second second place. Or he's in. Did he overtake you? Nope, still second place. Yeah. So he's second overall. But one issue that I was looking at is he has the lowest point total out of all those seven teams. Gotcha. Like by. And it's not like he's close. I will counter that. To around it. He also mm. has the second lowest points against, which is a big factor. That is kind of lucky. He has only 1,185 against. He also, there was also the issues of the last two weeks. 
He's only scored like seventy. So less. that's what I was going to argue about with the uh, like he's got the lowest points for. It's because of these last two weeks. That's but and I think it's. I looked at because I was looking at. I was like, oh, that's got to be because of like buys or something. And yeah. I was looking at it, and it was mostly just his team that he's been rolling with. He so did have Dalvin Cook out this week. Was Dalvin Cook was out? But um, some of his guys, had, they're just not playing well. Yeah, he hasn't had Devontae Adams for three weeks prior to uh, week 12. He just now got him back. The biggest question mark with Sup Rydalch, and I have him pretty far up in the rankings, but the biggest question mark is with David Montgomery. But outside of that, once Adams is back in there and once Cook is back in there, I think he has a pretty good team, especially with a quarterback change. Yeah, if he changes out of Wentz. And if Woods comes back, he's got... Arizona and Seattle next week. Yeah, but it's... I was going off basically that Woods hasn't been reliable all year. Jason Witten's not that great. Sammy Watkins is inconsistent. Like, Gotcha. It was... I don't know. I was looking at it, and it was just... The big issue I had was the point totals. Gotcha. For and so against. you see these past two weeks more of like what's going to happen going forward. I thought no, like, I don't expect oh, not it to be that points, bad. But. Like no, but I've been in that situation yeah. before where your team was good for most of the year, like top three. Like I ended up like, but I went into the playoffs scoring like eighty points the last like the two weeks previous, and it just didn't change yeah. the first week of playoffs, and I was eliminated. So I don't know. Sometimes it just it just hits all at once. Gotcha. I uh, will bring up also that he has New England, who was dominated for him in the beginning of the year. Yeah, and they're not quite doing that anymore. Yeah, but moving on. You ready to move on? Yes. Number six. Is this where I put me? Yeah, I put you too. Okay. Yeah, I put you there too. (laughs) So this is where I put me. I fell in the pit. I'm the number one seed, but I put me down at number six in the power rankings. Uh, this is because my team sucks. And like, your I'm team, looking at them and... Your team doesn't suck. So they, I have a good players, but let me go through the problems I'm having right now. Juju Smith-Schuster. He's got a third-string quarterback thrown in the football. Yep. We had Kenny Galladay has got Driscoll thrown yeah. in the football. And then we've got Kerryon Johnson who got hurt. So I'm yep. running Ronald Jones who's Who's got, been pretty good. He's been... So this is the main problem with my team. I've got a bunch of players that are on bad teams. And so that's why I rank them so low. Yeah. I think the best player I have is Alvin Kamara, obviously. He's probably on the best team of my players. John Brown is on Buffalo. John, see, that was one of, I was looking at John Brown because he's been playing really well. Like, he's been doing good. He's been getting a touchdown. He's been consistent. But I was looking at his playoff run. Yeah. He goes against, this week it's Dallas, which you're already in, so you don't really need to win but then it's Pitt New England and or Baltimore Pittsburgh New England I know exactly what you're saying I've looked at it my team sucks <laughs> I saw that I've got like, like oh, tough decisions to that's make that's rough because you position. have a, you have guys on your bench that are good see this is the last week I can realistically play John Brown yeah you might and have to switch with um Galladay's got Chicago Chicago. Yeah, I don't know. We'll talk about it in the you weekly. You don't need it this week. but We'll talk about it in the weekly previews, but yeah. I'm really nervous, and I really hope I lock up the number one seed because week 15 and 16, I actually have really good matchups for all yeah. of my players. As long as you lock up 
top two. Yeah, if I have to play week 14, I'll be in trouble. But yeah, we number six, I fell in the pit. Number five. I have uh, Show Me Your TDs. Hey, me too. Right. Show Me Your TDs, number five. I bounced back and forth between where to put Show Me Your TDs because this team has been too. super inconsistent. Exactly. So, it's very, it, it was boomer bust for yeah. a long time. Recently, though, it's been a little more steady. Originally, I had him at seven, and then I moved him like, all the way up to three, and I was like, well, I don't know, because he doesn't have a second running back. Yeah. The biggest thing with him is he has Lamar Jackson. So it's like, how do I put yeah. somebody with Lamar that Jackson was, all the way down at seven? That was my one of the biggest things I had because, like, the reason I had him at fifth was one of them was because it's the lowest points, the fifth lowest points against out of the seven and five teams left. Yeah. So there's that can always be attributed to maybe some luck, but I was like Lamar Jackson could be a league winner. His team is super boomer best, and you've super. seen it in the weeks like he scored seventy, he yeah. scored a hundred and eighty. Yeah. So if he if he can ride a hot streak, <laughs> it's just if then you, he could be we could all just get destroyed again like at could, the beginning of the year. We definitely could. But his biggest issue is what we've been saying all year. Is but I think backs. he's finally found one in Scarborough. I think Maybe. that is the guy that the Lions are going to go with Maybe. going forward. They're going to be that's going to be very matchup dependent. Yeah, I mean he's he, just a power runner. He, he is. If they so give him the ball they, twenty times and he's running downhill, yeah. If he'll they get have yards. to play, like if they get behind, yeah. If he gets behind, I would play. not want. Scarf. Like he's not going to play. <laughs> uh, so it's just going to yeah, it's definitely going to depend on the matchups on yeah. it. And if 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 Stafford comes back and they're in a if lot Stafford of these comes games. Back, then he, he he's got more upside because yeah. Stafford can keep the games close. Yeah, um, but that's that's up in the air. Or give him a lead. You know they can run the ball more. But I think Scarborough is definitely the way to go going forward. I'd take him over Cohen. Yes. Um, right now, yeah. And of like because you at least know he's going to get the ball. Yeah. There's not really a running back available that I would want over him other than like if you want to play Snell this week if Connor's out. But yeah, I would still go with Scarborough. Maybe Rashad Penny, but still, yeah, I would. There's more guaranteed touches for Scarborough. Yeah. So, you know, two for two on a, a six and five there. Well, this is where we're going to be different. Oh, did you look at mine? No, but you already had someone oh, that yeah. I have. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, number four, um, I've got Seth Rydalch. Okay. And I have Canto Kinglers. So, okay. we swap those. Yeah. <laughs> you're, a, you're more of a believer in Canto. Maybe I'm just, like, resentful towards Canto Kinglers because he beat me twice. <laughs> But, yeah, I've got stuff right out here pretty much for the same reasons I said before. His team is going through a rough patch, uh, but before that he was playing he was playing pretty good. Yeah. And Yeah, that was something I mentioned. He's got Dalvin Cook, and that's the, like, he's a league winner in Dalvin Cook. Yes. And him coming back with Adams, who Green Bay needs to start winning because they are in a tight division race, and I think he's no. going to be led by oh, those. Oh, you're talking about stuff right out, yeah. Yeah. Dalvin, yeah. So those are the two guys I think that are going to lead his team. And I've got word that he's making a quarterback change. And that also just Oh, goes. so you got insider information. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why. But I mean, I don't think that would have changed your opinion. But I uh, want to hear your thoughts on Kanto Kinglers because uh, I had him pretty far down there. Yeah, so my reasoning for fourth is uh, he's right. He's on a four-week win streak. He is. Which is – and I – for me, I had a Kanto Kinglers and show me your TDs. I had them like – Right here, I didn't know which one to put where. Yeah, the deciding factor for me for me was that he has a higher points against than show me your TDs, and their points for aren't that far apart. So a lower like like a higher points against means that you've had issues yeah. maybe during some weeks, and then 
Derrick Henry was a big reason too, because he's shown like that. I was listening to a stat like uh, September and October. Derrick Henry has like ten touchdowns, like in his career over November and December. Yeah. He's twenty four. Henry's his best player on his team. Like he could end up carrying him, and then and it was also just because he's on a four week win streak after on a after going on a five week five week losing streak to yeah. So he fought back into the playoffs. He's right. He, he's riding high. So a power ranking, at least I usually see it as if you're. If you've won a lot recently. I will say one thing about one of those week. Those oh, four, it, was, it was an easy one. He scored 86 <laughs> yeah, points. In I remember. Run. No, I saw that. Um, yeah, he scored. He went through a rough patch in the middle of the Yeah, of the he year. started. I think he started on like a win streak, went on a losing streak, and then yeah. ended on a win streak. I think he had quite a few games, though, where he scored. He has had quite a few games where he scored under 100 points. And that was something yeah. that I looked at, um, especially as we got near the top here. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. So we're at number three? Yes. I've got... Like, who you got? Tragic. It's magic. I got Luis. Oh, you put Luis at like, three? Man, you have Luis up I'm there. second. Holy smokes. So yeah, I got uh, Luis at three. Okay. His team, now that they're healthy, and this is just a sad story if he doesn't make the playoffs. Yeah. But he's got, you know, he's been putting up huge numbers um, ever since he started winning, with the exception of this, of you know, how much did he do this week? He put up like 120. I'm on the wrong week here. So. Oh, he no, he only put up like 100 some because he okay. beat, he beat Henry's team. Yeah, so he's at 109. Um, but yeah, Luis's team, like looking at it, the biggest weakness that he can fix easily is Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Um, but he's been playing a lot better, so his he team has, has seen a little bit of an increase. I just Luis's potential is scary. He it is because he's got. Josh Jacobs, who had a down week, but that's kind of I'm that's an outlier. Yeah, he's um, other than that. I he's think been a stud be, I think all he'll year. Be fine. Christian McCaffrey is another league. You're welcome winner. for him, Luis, because I took Camara <laughs> over him. Yeah, he's another league winner. He is. And then Devin Singletary is getting the bulk of the carries now at Buffalo. And then the other thing is that one note I did make is the health of Tyreek Hill is big. Yes, if he comes back, because he's a, he usually gets. Like around twenty points. Yeah, definitely. Uh, when and it looks like he's gonna play, right? So I thought he was. They said he was gonna play. Or he was, yeah, he should. You play. had a good chance to play. I think he's gonna play as well. Tyree Kill, when he fills into the lineup there, do you take out Edelman or Sanders? That's a tough call. It's hard to say because Sanders, they're playing Baltimore, and George Kittle is back, and Debo Samuel's kind of taking over as the number one. Yeah. But New England's offense is so bad. Ooh, yeah, that's a tough call. I would probably go with Edelman just because you know that Brady's going to throw him the football. Yeah, and they're they're going against Houston. Defense isn't that great and anymore. As much as we know about Garoppolo, we also know just as little. So Yeah. yeah. Which, no, that doesn't make sense. We don't know how much about yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what about, would you consider Golden Tate? Uh... Maybe not. They're going against Green Bay. I guess this is all. I mean, I would. I would if he makes the playoffs week fourteen and fifteen. He gets Philadelphia and Miami. Uh, But yeah, I have Luis at three. You have Tragic Magic at three. So that means you have. Yeah. And that means we have the same person at one. So you were a little. I guess. uh, Let me. I'll tell you why I put Tragic Magic at three over. I guess behind Luis. Um, He has a good like you know, overall point total. It's over fourteen hundred. 
he has a decent like his, his lineup is pretty healthy going into the playoffs other than T.Y. Hilton but considering the way T.Y. Hilton's been playing with Jacoby Brissett you could possibly just swap out Devontae Parker yeah and then put his running back core is very good for Luis no for Tragic is Magic both of them then yes <laughs> both of them uh, like that and I it's also because Luis has McCaffrey that was a big reason why yeah. I put him over because he's just so good uh, but, I, I mean he's got Melvin Gordon Kenyon Drake Leonard Fournette is a little inconsistent though same with Lev Bell but he could also it, if Austin Hooper comes back he could run a two tight end set because he's was really good when he was playing I'll give my uh, reasoning for putting Tragic's Magic at two over... Um, over Luis? Over Luis. I think his floor for Tragic's Magic is so high with his three running backs. Yes. Because Fournette, Bell, and now that he has Gordon, like those are... Like there's no splitting. I mean, you can argue Gordon splits with Eckler, but Bell gets, you know, 20 plus carries... Um, Fournette gets, you know, the he is the workhorse. So there's just so much volume in his running back core, and you can, you know, it's the same with, it's just the same with Luis. Um, yeah. It's just that that third running back, Singletary and Buffalo. I would take Tragic's Magic's third running back. I would no too. I, no matter how you want to, you know, dice another, it out, whether you think I it's mean, Bell or Melvin. The other area though is that tra- his Tragic's Magic's wide receivers aren't that trustworthy because yeah. you never know what you're going to get from Allen Robinson. He makes up for that though. With his running backs. Uh, not with only, not only with his running backs, but he's tight ends. He's got yeah. Austin Hooper and Travis Kelsey. Yeah. So, I mean, I, his wide receiver is not the best, but Allen Robinson is a great wide receiver and T Y Hilton, when he's healthy um, and not coming off an injury, not can put up passes. Yeah. Not dropping passes. He can put up, you know, good numbers. In the yeah, fifteen, there in was, the fifteen point range. When I was looking at these two, it was very, very close. Yeah, and it was just—I mean, certain things put it over. Like for one, I think McCaffrey and Jacobs is a better combo, just at the two running back spots. I gotcha. And it was also it, it, Tyree Hill plays. That's just a huge. Yeah, it gives him a big boost. But then his still his second wide receiver, uh, I think, is worse than Robinson or Hilton in Edelman or. Sanders. I don't know. I, I mean, it's, say our, that. it's it's debatable. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. But... Um, that's how I would I would lean towards Robinson or Hilton over Sanders yeah. or Edelman. But I mean, it's definitely not like yeah straight away. But I guess anyway, I have Luis at two for yeah. all the reasons we I've, we've been talking about. The other thing with Tragic Fish Magic is I traded him Devonte Parker, uh, yeah, who I think is like going to be sneaky good for it. He can put it in. I would take him over. Hilton or Robinson, depending on the matchup. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, number one, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel weird putting myself up. I didn't want to. I was trying to find any way that I couldn't <laughs> put you there. And I couldn't. Well, I was like, it was either between Luis or Tragic with Magic for first. Yeah. And I was like, but just going off what is happening right now, I might have to say myself. Yeah, Ingram is on one of, probably, you know, However you want to see it, one of the best teams in football. Yeah, that was that was actually one of my notes as well. I was like, well, the Baltimore Ravens are almost matchup proof at yes. this point, just because that offense, no one seems to be able to stop them. So you don't have to. Maybe I don't have to worry about that as much because they are playing San Francisco this week. 
I still wouldn't worry about it. I'm not, yeah. But it's not as big a worry. And then, I mean, it was just mostly because another reason is I have the most points in the league. You do. And I also have the most points against. And you've been killing it as far as your point totals go over the past couple weeks. Yeah. And I might get Adam Thielen back. And you got Drew Brees. Oh, that was so nice. On a waiver wire pickup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your team's floor is very high, similar with Travis Fitzmagic and Luis. So, I mean, Luis's team has actually had a few duds. But you, yeah. de- you two, I think, are one of the highest floors in the league. Yeah, and I just, my team is healthy. Yep, and you're, you're my core is basically intact. You're getting Henry back as a tight end, who's a yes. solid. That top, was another pickup. That you know, worked top out really well. seven-ish tight end in the league. You're getting Thielen back, which your wide receivers are already good with Thomas and Shark, so you can play matchups yeah. there. Uh, you're going to be tough to beat in the playoffs, and I really hope I get a bye so someone can knock you out. <laughs> no. But there's the first ever. But I what, what other, do you have any other notes on you you want to talk me, about? me? I mean, not really. Like, <laughs> the, the stack of Michael Thomas and Drew Brees is working out very well. Because yeah. before I had Drew Brees, I had nothing at quarterback. Yeah, you were running. That, you were running. I was streaming guys. for a while. Yeah, I was streaming guys. You ran him. Getting Drew Brees in really kind of just solidified my lineup. Yeah. That's the first ever Super Fantasy Power Rankings. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I had a fun time it's talking fun, it's, about it. It's always fun doing Power Rankings. Yeah. Things. I think the the audience will agree with you more on a, bit, a little bit more of the things. But maybe we'll they'll see, agree with some of might, the stuff that I said. We did have some that were very... We yeah, the Kanto Kingler's one yeah, that um, was and the, the Seth Rydalch one. one was probably the that biggest, the biggest one. Fl- the flip there. And I guess it was like I said, it was mostly because he's going in on two real I think he's going to turn it around. It's possible. But I was just kind of looking. I was factoring what just happened. Yeah. Too. No, which is totally fair. Anyway, we got week 13. We've got the final week of the regular season. We've got playoff scenarios that I outlined earlier. And looking at the matchups, in the for the people that are seeds three through six, I went through them and I looked at the matchups. What's going on? Your biggest threat is Luis, who has a tough matchup this week. He's got yeah. Ched's a tool. I know he was lower in our power rankings, but Ched's a tool. Like you said, he scores the most points out of any of the people not Luis out of the lineup. Out yeah. of the um, his team isn't an easy out. Exactly. That's yeah. You're simplifying things over here. Yeah. It's not the easiest matchup. He's projected to win by 13 points. Yeah, the two playoff scenarios, the ones that I wouldn't be worried are Kanto Kinglers and Tragic Fitzmagic. Yeah. Because they're going against the bottom two teams. Exactly. Let's like go over those matchups real quick. So Kanto Kinglers is pretty much a lock to make the playoffs now that he beat me again. Oh, um, if you had won, I would be in. <laughs> yeah, you would be <laughs> locked in there. But he goes against Henry's team. And that's... So he's pretty much locked in. And his team we, has a full lineup almost. Yeah, except for Mac. We had talked earlier about, like, should I take over Henry's team and fill in his lineup for I him? Mean, it's not really fair at this point of the no, season. Uh, yeah. Especially because Luis just played Henry's team and got a free win from it. So Yeah, at this point. So, yeah, Kanto Kinglers, you can lock into a playoff spot, in Maybe, my opinion. Pretty much, yeah. And then the other one that you said uh, you weren't worried about. Uh, the... Tragic Fitzmagic is going against Spank and you since 94. Exactly, yeah. Which Spank, he should win, but He's protected to win by know. 21 points. I definitely yeah. think he pulls that one off. It depends, though. It It's when he should win, but... 
Yeah. He has this Bengals team isn't exactly that bad. He has guys that can go off. Yeah, he's got Aaron Rodgers. He's got Mark Cooper. He's got Jarvis Landry. He's got, he's got Saquon Barkley. Like, I wouldn't be. This team's like, not. I would feel terrible. Pretty, he's I would had, feel good, but not as good as Kanto Kinkler's. Yeah, no, but I. I would feel confident. I would still feel pretty good. And if I'm spanking you since '94, please play next year because I think you're gonna have a lot better luck and you'll have a lot yeah, better time. Yeah, he had a rough. He did have just terrible luck. He had the Saquon injury. Aaron yeah. Rodgers played like crap whenever his team was doing yeah. good, and he played good whenever his team was playing like crap. Right. So, yeah, but yeah, we think Travis Magic wins against spanking you since '94, yeah. led by his big three running backs, uh, so that Bell and so Gordon. that though, that basically leaves two playoff spots. It does. And you're going to get carry on. Yeah, that's not. Which is probably the second hardest matchup. That's not of an easy one. The uh, playoff teams right now. Yeah. Like carry on's team is solid. I'm not feeling super confident. You're projected to win by six points. I am, but if Con, if James Connor and Damian Williams don't play, that will be very helpful. Connor is not going to play. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. Damian you can take Williams him out. Going to play either. Damian Williams, I don't think he's going to play, but I wouldn't necessarily play him even if he did. Yeah. Um, Freeman, is he back? I think so. He so doesn't have a tag. He can yet. fill in there. Yeah, hopefully in New Orleans. It would ideally be a tough matchup if Carrion was completely healthy. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's the benefit for me. If he plays Tyrell Williams, Derek Carr and Williams might have a good game against Kansas City. We thought they were going to have a good game against the Jets, yeah, though. Yeah, they didn't but... have it yet. That's... It's a crapshoot. And they're us. in Kansas City, so it's not like they can, you know, they have anything going for them at home field advantage wise. I'd be worried about Kittle in the sense that if it's a shootout, Kittle could have a monster game. But yeah. on your side of the ball, you've got Ingram, so that kind of counteracts that. If there is a shootout, you've got some insurance yeah, then, there. Then Drew Brees and Michael Thomas going up against Atlanta. I think that's I like a money that. money play. Like You've got great matchups. DJ yeah. Chark going up against Tampa Bay. Ezekiel Elliott going against Buffalo. Buffalo's run defense yeah. is not. If it was, yeah, they could they can stop the pass. Yeah. but they can't stop the run. So the you only know, one is I don't I'm I think I'm just yeah I'm gonna run with Jonathan Williams. I would as well because just based off what he did last week. Fournette just came off a 35 point game against Tennessee, and Williams should be able with the amount of carries they gave him last game should be able to make something out of that offensive line with the Colts. Like yeah, so yeah, that's that matchup. I expect you to lock down a playoff spot. So that leaves one more, and it basically (laughs) up for Luis. And show, me, show your me your TDs. Yeah, those are. And the, show me your TDs has the toughest matchup, and the person I'm worried about missing out of those four teams. Yep. He plays Sup Ryan Alch, the number two seed, and the person I think who's going to turn it around these next couple weeks. Who's getting Dalvin Cook back? Yes. He's got Devontae Adams back. Yes. He's getting Robert Woods back. Who's going up against Arizona? He's got Montgomery, who hasn't had the greatest season, but he's going up against Detroit, who gives up the second most. Good matchup. Um, running back. Fantasy points to the running back. Yeah. But on the other side of the ball, show me your TDs, led by Lamar Jackson. Lamar. He's got DeAndre Hopkins, but he's got a tough matchup against New England. Yep. And, man. And Debo Samuel's going against Baltimore. Yeah, he's... So the matchups are definitely in favor of Sup Rydalch in this one. Dante Adams goes up against the New York Giants. Carson Wentz. It's going up against Miami. I know you're not going to keep him, but if you ha- like if you did, he'd be having a, a plus matchup. 
I understand why you're moving on, though, because yeah, you have too. to get one of these quarterbacks yeah. uh, for the playoffs. You know, Dalvin Cook has Seattle, who's like Seattle's defense is good, but they give up a lot of points in games for the most part. They give yeah. up, you know, it's not like they're also, they usually hold defenses to what they did against Philadelphia. Has, still has Eckler and Keenan That's the other thing. Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't filled them in yet. Because I would put Eckler in for Cohen and then yeah, it's Tuesday, Keenan so. Allen for Amendola, and Def- that makes his lineup much better. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so you'll be running Scarborough and Eckler, and then you'll be running. Allen and Hopkins and who's you got his flex Samuel so he's off to Samuel I would, I would have just put in Keenan Allen for Amendola at the flex and left oh, Samuel okay. in would have left Samuel in I think so I would go with Kirk maybe Kirk yeah I would go with Kirk yeah actually Kirk me. might be a better play than Samuel so this do you expect this to be a close game I think so I think it'll be close it man it depends Lamar Jackson might bring him to the playoffs yeah, if you're Sup Redalch, um, which you're not, because you are <laughs> Clinton. No, that is true. Sup Redalch, you're playing Sammy Watkins in your flex spot. Oof. He's got it, Oakland. I would go to the waivers and I would pick up Benny Snell if he's there. Yeah, maybe Randall. No, Randall, they're going against Buffalo. Or I, should, I would pick up Rashad Penny if he was there. Yes, I wonder. I think both of those guys are a safer bet than Sammy Watkins. I'm not saying Sammy Watkins can't put up, you know, ten plus points. It's just the He's odds so that he give, puts up less than ten points are pretty high, too high to like risk losing and dropping out of a buy. Yeah, that's the thing. If if you and uh, if either of you guys lose, you probably yeah. yeah you're gonna lose your. So I'll move you're it. Gonna up. lose your. Exactly. We'll get in that in just a second. <laughs> but we've got so on the flip side, we've got Luis trying to get into the last playoff spot. Turned it around. I'm pretty sure he started one and four, one and five, or something, something like that. that yeah. He goes up against Ched the Tool. Not the easiest matchup. Nope. But he's going to be led by Josh Jacobs going up against Kansas City. Good matchup. Christian McCaffrey going up against oh, Washington. That's juicy. And I don't think he's filled out his lineup yet either but uh not 100 percent, i don't think so but tyree kill going up against oakland as well yeah and the only question mark you have is like at quarterback they're going up against pitt he had a good game last time they played up against, played pittsburgh but this one's in pittsburgh yeah it's a tough plus to play especially in december which it will be december by the time the game starts there's a right? little uh there's a little baggage in this game too there is why? Pittsburgh's going to be a little fired up. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant in this matchup, and it's like, these two people oh, don't even no, know each that, other. In the actual <laughs> game. Uh, so, you know, Baker Mayfield having a good game isn't a lock. No. And then on the other side of the ball, you got Matt Ryan, who's going up against New Orleans at home. He just had a bad game. He usually bounces back pretty well after having a bad game. Godwin's got Jacksonville. Chubb's got Pitt. That's a tough one. But you got Aaron Jones going up against the Giants. So there's good plus matchups here. Sony Michelle going up against Houston. Gonna have to play Gerald Everett at tight end because Ebron's yeah. on IR. So that's a but Everett's going up against Arizona. Yeah, Everett's a tight end. Arizona bleeds points to true. the tight end spot. Very true. So this matchup is interesting. I'm gonna go with Luis because look at his man. That his running back stack is not only good, yeah, but he's got great matchups. Very favorable matchups. I'm gonna go with Luis too. Yeah, because I think Tyreek Kill is gonna play. So okay. who did you say? Who do you think wins between Show Me Your TDs and Supper Adults? Oh, man. I, I mean, I need 
So yeah, show me your TDs wins, then I might get a bye. <laughs> Who do I think is going to win, though? He's mumbling over here, if you guys <laughs> no, aren't No, sorry. <laughs> Thinking to myself, I was basically saying that if show me your TDs wins, I could potentially get a bye. Yep. Because that would put all of us at eight and five. If I, that's if I win too. If I lose, I'm screwed. But yep, I don't know. It's there. It's a pretty even matchup. Once he has his lineup set with Eckler and Kirk in there, or Keenan Allen. Who did Eckler and Kirk and Allen play? They got Denver. Denver's they're their okay defense, defense is okay, but they fall apart in the second half. So remember, this is show me your TDs. He's a boomer bust. He is type of guy, but. I apparently sub Rydall to switching quarterbacks. Which, I mean, they're going against Miami, so is that a good thing? It depends on which quarterback he's getting. I can't tell you that. I know. Because I don't want other people to <laughs> put a claim in for him. Uh, I don't even know if that's that great a matchup. It depends on if any of those receivers play. Yeah, if the receivers don't play, I wouldn't I like, would not play Carson could, Wentz. It could be, like, it's a good matchup against Miami, but they could also just run the ball, like, 40 times. So, I've made my decision. I think I'm going with Show Me Your TDs. All right. I'm going with Sub Rydall. Do you want to make an intro bet? Uh, sure. All right. Intro <laughs> bet. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Mostly because right. I don't... I hope Seattle shuts down Dalvin Cook. All right. So, my reasoning uh, between choosing Sub Rydall in this one was he's got great matchups across the board on his team. Yes. And on the other side of the ball... You got some tough matchups at one, at some of your key positions with the Hopkins. Um, Andrew's going to be against San Francisco. I'm not saying that Lamar Jackson's going to have a bad game because he's Lamar Jackson, but Andrews they cover up tight ends pretty well over in San Francisco. Yep. And then as far as Eckler and Allen go, they haven't really been a model of consistency throughout the year. That's why his team is so boomer bust. Yeah. Is because you know those two guys really well, boomer were... bust you quite a bit, especially okay. Allen. Allen hasn't had yeah. a good week in a Eckler's while. Eckler's been... He's been... He was really good in the beginning. But he's... He is but he kind of just been quietly so this a little is, consistent. You wanna, yeah. God, he started so good. Yeah. But even back then, he was a little inconsistent. Yeah. 38. So this is from week one. 38, 21, 13, 31, 13, 4, 23, 8, 14, 12, 18. So he kind of leveled off there at the end. As Melvin Gordon came back and his role was a little bit more solidified. Yeah. But he's been boomer bust for a while. His whole team has been. I don't think that with the matchups that this is show me your TD's boom week necessarily. No, that's fair. I mean, that's um, a good. Yeah, those matchups are, are tough. Yeah, and I think Subridal, this is the week Subridal turns it around. He's, got, he's getting all his players back. And I think he rides a win into a bye. You know. No. I just. Yeah. But you can still get a buy. That's if just I lose. Lose. That's true. So let's go over my matchup real fast. Good point. And we've got I fell on the pit against Vince Montan Davisura. I'm projected to lose uh, by four points. And I've got some yeah. tough decisions to make regarding my team. You do. I was talking to my wife about it and she was staring at me deer in the headlights <laughs> because I was going off about all these things about like, whose uh-huh. quarterback is better and who's uh-huh. got the better team and where they're playing. Is it outside, inside? <laughs> and she was like, dude, I do not care. Ooh. Uh, but dude. she helped me to make some decisions. Damn, this is also before Mahomes is in his lineup. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> so, yeah, Montan Debasero will be led by Patrick Mahomes going up against Oakland. That's a good matchup. It is a great matchup. He's got his top wide receivers in Evans and Cup. Cup has a great matchup against Arizona. 
Um, booms. His wow. running back is Tevin Coleman's going against Baltimore. I wouldn't be super confident about that. But Miles Sanders, if he was going to have a big game ever, it would be it would be my against Miami. Yeah. Um, which he's had a couple good games throughout the season, so he definitely could. On my side of the ball, I'm starting Kyler Murray. I'm hoping he has a big game against hey, the Rams. He's at home. Take... So. Interesting. Kyler Murray over Josh Allen? Yes. Uh, Josh Allen plays Dallas. Dallas's defense has not been good. They're in oh. Dallas. It's also Thursday. It's also Thursday. But I am going, it's kind of like ironic. So I don't think Josh Allen's going to have a terrible game. I just think the the ceiling, if you look at my team, I have a very, not high floor, but a very low ceiling team. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. I need to Ooh. score a lot of points if I want this buy. True, true, true. Because true. I'm going up against a boomer bust that is very type true. of guy. Uh, and Kyler Murray, his floor isn't that, isn't that low. But his ceiling is way, or in my opinion, in this week specifically, in this higher than Josh Allen's. Okay. That's why I'm going with Murray. Okay. It might be the wrong choice. Last time I made that choice, I was wrong. So, I mean. The, the real question is, do I go my wide receivers? John Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Kenny Galladay. If one of them had, like, I mean, ah, I'm just so upset at my team because the potential's there for them to be really good. <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster, he's got Hodges throwing the ball. I'm going with him. Because Rudolph is gone, as long as he's healthy. The problem is, if I go with Juju, then I can't play Kenny Galladay. And if I hear on Friday that Juju is out, then I can't put Kenny Galladay in because so, he plays on Thursday. So one area you could make a switch... is James Washington, just in case. But anyway. take out Joe Mixon for one, for another receiver. Cause he they, plays the Jets. Dude, the Jets oh. have the number one run defense in the league. I don't believe that. No, that's true. Really? That is true. Yeah, but he's getting um, Andy Dalton back. He is. I think but just think about him. that. All right, the I'll Jets think about it. Quietly have a very good rush defense. See, I I hear what you're saying, and I also hear that you want the number one seed. I'm just saying. No, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just giving you that nugget of information. Yeah, but so who That's, would you put in? Definitely look at that. You would. So you put in Galladay over Joe Mixon because Joe Mixon has picked it up the past yes. couple of weeks. 18, 24, 20. That's true. He had nine last week, but they played Pittsburgh. So. I mean, you could also. God, man, if Terry McClure, if Case Keenum was playing, I'd say McLaurin. I would too, eight, but, but he's not. God damn it! See, that's the thing. I have all these good players who have crappy um, quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. Galladay. So this was my thought. I was going to play Juju and Brown. If it turns out Juju's hurt, I was just going to fill in Washington and hope for the best. But I was just saying, if you feel strongly about any of those receivers on your bench, but you don't want to take out any of them that you have, Joe Mixon might be an option just because. So I feel strongly about Kenny Galladay as far as I, I like him, but he's got Chicago on Thursday, and yeah. he's got Driscoll throwing in the ball. Yeah. It's not... Ch- Chicago's secondary is... It's still pretty good. The it's defense really is still good. pretty good. They are the second best at giving fantasy at fantasy points to the wide receiver. So mm-hmm. like it's pretty much the worst matchup you can have. Yeah. And Driscoll does not throw him the ball nearly as much Stafford as Matt Stafford did. did. No. If Stafford I mean, was playing, this would be such an easy decision. Or oh, if yeah. Ben Roethlisberger was playing, this would be such an easy decision. Or if Dwayne Haskins didn't suck so bad right now, God, this would be an selfies. easy decision. Uh, but yeah, I got a lot of hard stuff to figure out. Who are you taking in this one? You can take. I think I'm taking Monson Davis. 
because he has some decent matchups and also still has to put Cortland Sutton in his lineup. Yep. Didn't forgot. Didn't see that. And so he's got Cortland Sutton, Patrick Mahomes going in. So Patrick Mahomes will go over Tom think, Brady. And Cortland Sutton will go in over Alvin Ridley. No, actually, I don't know. That's a tough call, actually. But I would probably put him in for Calvin Ridley. Or maybe... Uh, I'd put Sutton in over Calvin Ridley. Yeah, probably. But I think Mahomes, they're coming off a bye. He should be way much healthier. Okay. And he's against the... He's against Oakland, and he's torn them up multiple times. So I'm taking me, and I will make my best case for it. Okay. Alvin Kamara is going off this I could definitely see that week. against Atlanta. And he will win me the number one seed. Dang, there's some good Thanksgiving matchups, actually. Yeah, dude, I told you. <laughs> there's way more games than I, I told you New Orleans was. plays Atlanta. <laughs> I happen to have like all the players that are playing on Thursday too. I've got John That's Brown, true. Alvin Kamara, uh, Josh Allen, Kenny Galladay. That was yeah. That was because I just heard the, like the there's the normal Detroit game with Chicago, and I was like, that's gonna be a stinker. Yeah, but was there any matchups that we didn't go over as we were going over um, playoffs and stuff? Um, we talked about Chad's Magic. We talked about Chad's Tool. We talked about Shamir Shadis. Talked about I you. think we got all. Of them. Yeah, we got all of them. I think so. And just because they were all playoff implications. Yeah, because no one plays each other. Yeah. So we got one more segment. Yeah. We've got boomers, and I'm on a roll. You are on a roll. Oh, I forgot to play this. (laughs) I don't know why I did that. I can just fill it in later. Anyway, boomers, who you got this week? I have Cooper Cup. Cooper because Cup. he has struggled mightily since that game in London, right? They played in London or something when he went nuts, where he had 220 yards. Since then, he had a bye, but the three weeks after that, he's totaled 10.8 points. Hmm. He had zero in one week, and I think they're playing. They're playing Arizona, which. They've given up a lot of points to fantasy receivers, so if there was a game where he was going to bounce back and get back to his just his normal stats, I think this is it. I'm predicting more of like he's going to have like a lot of targets, probably like seven or eight catches for probably like 80 yards because he's not like a big yardage guy unless he breaks one, but I'd say seven to eight catches, 80 yards, probably a few first downs in there, and a touchdown. So I'm going to go at like 20 points. 20 points for Cooper Cup. Let me look at his uh, point totals over the past couple weeks. Not good. Mm, Even outside of that 36 points, it wasn't very good. Yeah. All right. 22 points. 22? Yeah. That's your cutoff I'm giving you. Oh, for boomers. Yeah. For Cooper Cup. Called 17 for Robbie Anderson. All right, 21. <laughs> it's one point higher. Fine. All right. See, that's what you get when you're the host of the podcast. <laughs> that's true. You can anyway, rules. it's my turn to choose a boomer, and I just said him. He's on my team, and I need him to come through. Alvin Kamara, please show up, because it's been a while. You haven't scored over 20 points since week three. You've only scored over 20 points twice on the season, and... You're going up against Atlanta. It's a game at home, divisional opponent. These games are typically close. Uh, he should be heavily involved in the game plan. If not, I don't like 
Uh, <laughs> Sean Payton. I don't like it. I don't like it, Sean Payton. Use your star running back, please. Freaking Michael Thomas having oh his fantastic Thomas season is, is really so good. taking some stuff away from Alvin Kamara, I feel like. But this is the game. Alvin Kamara goes off. 120 on the ground, two touchdowns. He's putting Ooh. up at least 30 points. Okay, I was going to say it has to be at least yeah. 30. Yep. Fair One, enough. Uh, it's very And he will win me, like I just said, he will win me that bye. the bye. And I'm excited. Or I'm going to be sad. <laughs> uh, but that covers it for this week's podcast. All right. It's going to be a big week. It is. And we'll see you guys on the other side of the playoff portal. Yeah. I hope you guys all get to jump in. Uh, oh, have a good Thanksgiving. Uh, see you guys. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>